Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ever since I started this show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. And I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone with the best player perks in the sportsbook business. They've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking up our listeners all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use promo code RANTO when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Land on $100. Now you've got an extra $50 in play. That's my bookie. Dot A-G. M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code RANTO. You play, you win, you get paid. And if you never want to hear a commercial like this again, why don't you please subscribe to us on Patreon. You go to patreon.com slash sunranto, and for only $1, you can get the show early and completely ad-free. In fact, because you are not a Patreon subscriber, I'm going to do another ad real quick. How about one for John Baker Day? Uh... Well, actually, I talk about that in this actual show, but I'm still going to make you wait on it because you're not a subscriber. Um, how about using our link on our StubHub, sunranto.com slash StubHub for all your StubHub tickets. There's a little ad. Yeah, see, ads suck. Ads suck. It's a way for me to kind of make a couple of cents here and there, but it's uh, I don't enjoy doing them. So subscribe, patreon.com slash sunranto. Get the show early, ad-free. Uh, here's a show. Freeloader. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Cubby Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento and the love of old Lucy Boutros Golly Sunrento Michael Sunrento Oh, yeah. He, he, he only had one good one in him. <laughs> we had to start recording the Sun Ranto show on this July 6th, 2019. Again, we had to start recording again because, uh, hi, hard drive's failing. What can you do? Uh, we're ba- we're back. You didn't even know we were gone, but hey, I'm Danny Rocket. This is the Sun Ranto show, and out there in Colorado, it's Michael Cotton. Hi. It, it me. It you, and of course... In a trailer park in Maine, Lyle Aker, the lovable Lucier's. It's me. That that's uh that's two two shows in a row. If this was Major League Baseball, we'd call it a series that all it's, three of us are oh on. Oh God, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of two game series, no, it's series? it's a set, a two game set with the White Sox is coming up. Not a series. Series is three. Yeah, I like the set. It's a set. Um, announcements real quick, John Baker day, August 3rd, buy your tickets at John They are only $30. 
We got star power coming in. Michael Cotton going to be in the room. Party yeah, hard. I will, I will be there. And uh, as everybody knows, um, yeah, you won't really notice me much. I might be selling some tickets or something. Yeah, buy raffle tickets off That's kind of what I do. And- I sell the tickets because Danny won't let me do anything. And I do have to mention <laughs> that, that, no, well, yeah, you can't go up there in front of the people. You know, <laughs> right. I, there's, there's limits to this. Yeah, yeah. I need s- some kind of cred. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will say, uh, I got some awesome news. Uh, a friend of the podcast, great, uh, he's been listening for a long time, Tim. He uh, donated a uh, last outs Anthony Rizzo signed uh, photograph for the uh, for the auction. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's for John Baker Day. So, if you have anything that you'd like to uh, donate for the raffle or auction for John Baker Day on August third, uh, just uh, email me sunranto at gmail dot com. S o n r a n t o. Uh, at Gmail. And there, we have hats and shirts for sale. They need to be, in order to be printed on time, they need to be bought by next Friday. And everybody has, it's the only way to get them. Like, that's the way I bought my hats and shirts is through the link at johnbakerday.com. You'll see them up there on that page. Um, and we need to make the minimum order in order to get them printed. So please buy them so I don't look like a total asshole when I'm like buying five shirts to get the minimum so one person gets one no we made the minimum on hats and the hats are super cool so keep buying those uh but the shirts have a new design and they they, it's uh kurt made it from ivy envy and it's john baker day sliding in home plate and uh we had to cut the cubs logos off of it because of uh i don't know the law and then um but it's they're really cool and it reminds me of the old like frankie says relax shirts from the 80s did they remind you of that did you see him? Uh, I did. I was. I in the last show. We've already recorded this because we had technical difficulties. And then the last time, he said it reminded him of the shirt Alf wore during the show, and I wasn't sure what that was. <laughs> Alf wore. <laughs> Alf wore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, Alf was excellent. He had a great war. I hated fucking Alf. What Alf, a Alf, stupid Alf show. was like a seven what, what, war what player. War. He was. <laughs> you 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 were breaking up so but if you were talking about alpha it doesn't matter. Uh no what did you what did you say breakup boy? Uh, uh that I want to break up with Alf. You're going to break up with Alf? But you've been together so long. Oh, oh there he goes. Just crackling and popping. Where's Snap? I know. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is yeah. it is morning. He's having breakfast. Yeah. So John in America, John We're trying to raise money for the Chicago Metropolitan Battered Women's Network, which is an umbrella organization um, that will serves all sorts of victims of domestic violence and also provides training for law enforcement and also for uh, like uh, health professionals where they're usually on the, the, fr- the front lines of all this. So help, you know, what can I say? John Buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy a ticket. Come on out. And party with us. Uh, if you want to know more about it, I just released a podcast with an interview with John Baker uh, yesterday that I uh, did a joint interview with Corey Finneran and Andrew Round of the uh, Ivy Envy podcast. So give that a listen. All the details are there. And um, check out Bleed Cubby Blue today because uh, I got an article printing inviting everybody as well. So let's get this done. It's going to take all of us to make it work. 
really. We need, we need everybody. So please uh, help out. Let's talk about the Cubs. Uh, so, guys, uh, should they should they fire Joe Madden? <laughs> Is it time? Uh, I mean, it's, it's what everybody's talking I, well, about here in Chicago on the radio yesterday as I was driving out to watch my nephew give up the winning run in a Little League game. But Loser. Yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked it up. Yeah, with, with pitching like that, he could be in the Cubs' Boy. bullpen, though. You know what I mean? Boy. Poor, poor kid. Uh, listen, um, I've been saying, I mean, literally after the final out of them winning the World Series, I thought the first thing they should do was fire Joe Madden. So I didn't even think <laughs> he should have been invited to the parade because he tried to fucking throw that thing away. But, you know, <laughs> they got the win, so he's the conquering hero, I suppose. I guess nobody else watched the games. They just saw the fucking jewelry and were distracted by it. So here we are. Remember John Pickus when he called it? He's like, all drunk, and he was like, what are we going to do? Just look up at those flags forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I wonder if I still have that somewhere. Oh, that was so no, good. I, and it's true and that's it it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Well, I mean, they got I wouldn't say they got they got close in 2017. They fizzled hard in the NLCS against the Dodgers I, I, last year. I, I, I want to give you my best talk radio hot take. Like, yes, fire Joe Madden. He's worthless. Well, all right, Michael, yeah, that, I mean, it totally is a super hot take because, look, he's a lot of stuff is going on with this team, right? And not a lot of it is good. But who fires a manager <laughs> when you're in first place? You right. know, or or even who fires a manager, not even just in first place, a manager with a winning record right now? Like, I get it. The, the, the Cardinals got rid of their guy, what? last year or the year before uh you know the reds got rid of their guy you know like that shit the pirates should get rid of clint hurdle we know that but like that's the shit that happens when you're in last place and you your your manager has no handle on anything yeah that's and i don't think that's where joe's at that's that's okay he he has not lost the clubhouse like that's why you fire a guy i mean it's one thing to have the team underperforming like it is but like the players, I think, really love Joe Madden. Oh, the, oh great. So they're they're under his spell of losing idiotic ways? <laughs> well, I, I kind of. I mean, no, I think what he has done is created what is currently the Cubs culture. And, you know, you could say all you, you mean, want. I mean, we, you've been pounding the table, trade Schwarber. You know, they're they're in love with Schwarber. They're in love with Hap somehow, even though he's in AAA. They're in love with Chris Bryant. They're in love with all their guys. Contreras, they won't trade anybody. Nobody's on the block. It's all been about adding. They should have now, in retrospect, should have done exactly what you said, Lyle, and trade somebody and break up the band a little bit a few years ago just to shake things up. Now they're talking about the Theo's on the radio being like, oh, it's time to make some big moves and shit. Yeah, right. You fucking... Give Hummers to all you 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 already blew it. Yeah, he blew it uh, when he didn't trade them already. Now they don't even have the value, and you could never get rid of one of your core players without basically throwing your season away at this point. So what? It, so their only option then would be to fire the manager. But then for who? Mark right. Mark fucking Loretta. He's yeah, they the don't guy. have anybody on the bench that can step in. Plus. Joe is in the last year of his contract. Remember this? Like he isn't coming back apparently because I just, I really don't think the, you know, the Cubs 
you know, the, the Ricketts want to see him back. Like it's there. They didn't give him an extension when, you know, most people thought he would and that's switched a big time since last fall. Right. He's also making a shitload of money. When you look at like Alex Cora, what, what did he make? He's like under a million, right? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, he's making like one fifth what Joe's making. So like, you know, they don't, if they can get the same production out of anybody else. And, you know, I love Joe Madden. I mean, you know, he got kicked out of the game against the Pirates going after Ray Searage and Clint Hurdle. We don't, I, I think it was Ray Searage he was actually going after. That's what he's saying. But he's out there doing his fucking Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial spin move. <laughs> Getting kicked out. Joe West running interference on him. Chris Bryant holding the back. Papa Smurf just going nuts. Fucking you know what? Hey, wine that- spittle coming out. Then he went backstage and got drunk. Right. Yeah, that's, I, well, that's one I, thing I want to bring up. How is it possible that uh, Joe West gets to run out and fucking belly bump a manager and he's not thrown out of this game? How is it possible that jo- Joe West can run? How is it possible that Joe West didn't belly bump everybody in that stadium when he started running? That thing was like a (laughs) locomotive out of control. I mean, it was like, just everything started jiggling and it was crazy. That's why they got to do nets post to post, you know? Save people from Joe West belly button. Oh, there's like five kids got disappeared in his belly button. Right. It's it's worse than a Almora line drive. Um, that's a bad joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Th- I, don't th- I don't think it helps anything. Is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah, firing yeah. him. You know. Um, but that's all that everybody's about. I. And I think it might be time for a culture change. You know. I. I just. It's annoying to hear Theo all pissed off when it's kind of his fault. You know what I mean? He. You know. He's on the radio. He's like, "There's going to be big changes around here," and he threw the team under the bus at the end of last year. Yeah, well, I'll say this. I mean, here we go, and we're going to – the on-paper conversation, based on the roster that he put together and, the, you know, minus not having a closer, and, you know, they went out and got one. You look top yeah. to bottom. This is supposed <laughs> to be a good, highly performing team. Is it totally – like, I've been blaming Theo a lot because of the bullpen woes and the lack of second base and maybe a couple of uh, – just just unfortunate trades uh, or letting people walk away. But here's this. I mean, it, it is a really talented lineup on pay. all these guys, you know, I mean, you talk to any Cubs fans, you know, there's five hall of famers on this fucking team. And I don't know. I mean, they're not performing. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not, not, they're not clicking is what they're, they're not, they're not doing. Right. Everybody's got fairly decent stats, but they're not putting it together. And so maybe that's culture. Maybe that's coaching. You know, I it's mean, it's pressure. I think they're putting so much pressure on themselves that they're failing. Oh my god, they but, already want it. Where's where's the pressure? It's it's on them. You know, I mean, they're all a, a year. And, and by the way, by the way, there is a lot of pressure on this team to win. Cause yeah, because Cubs fans are nuts. I mean, there's like 83 Cubs podcasts all screaming about the same shit within the last yeah. 24 hours. You know what I mean? And we're just one of them, right? So, I mean, every – and they're freaking out. They're saying Joe, fire Joe on the radio. They're not saying that. They're having this uh, a similarly thoughtful conversation. But, I mean, I would – Yeah, be the sh- only ones that are have, not having the thoughtful conversation is, are the ones that are trying to sell ads on the radio where nothing sells unless it's, like, 
fire and brimstone freak out. Well, I mean, those hosts can't be like, fire Joe Madden because he's going to be on their show tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they can't, no, but they, they can't let come every out of their face. Fucking, you know, they, they, they scan those or, or, you know, they check those calls. Somebody calls in, they're like, are you going to say Joe needs to be fired? And they're like, yeah. And then, you know, they're like, host, line one. Yeah, they make somebody else say it. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be shocked if they did it. I, I don't think it helps anything. Um, you know, I don't know who they'd replace him with, and I don't know that the players would respond well to this. Um, I did no, hear- Well, li- no, listen, I, I, I mean, I think the players would feel bad because I think they realize a lot of it would be their fault because they're underperforming. So It might get you know, worse. That's, what, that's why they fire managers sometimes. You know, it's just you've got to light a fire under that. That's why Joe Madden runs out into the middle of the field screaming and yelling and Chris Bryant's laughing. He's like, ah, Joe. Like, that, that's one of those things. Like, Chris Bryant, like, the look on his face, he didn't even take Joe seriously at that. So, is yeah. he pumping up the team or is he just giving them all good chuckle after the game? Like, I don't know. Right. Old, they, old it's Benny not Joe. like they lined up behind him like, yeah, fuck you. They were like, <laughs> look at Joe. He's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and let's face it. Like, this team does not have – a heck of a I mean, remember when Anthony Rizzo fought the Reds? <laughs> I mean, right. like, you don't, I mean, not that that's a smart thing to do, but, you know, I, you know, let's see a little bit of fire. Like, I kind of, you know, this team, you know, definitely feels complacent at the very least. And so I just don't know that it gets, I think you just play the season out. I mean, you know, let's, Joe Madden. Are you, and, are you quitting on the season already, Dan? No, I, that's, I no. Mean, just playing, playing I this was, out. This I was, isn't a team that's going to fucking win anything. I was just going to say, though, second half Cubs, you know, in the Joe Madden era, have are great. Are great. Yeah. So, I mean, if that doesn't happen, then, I mean, obviously Joe's – I think Joe might be gone anyway. I don't think the extension's going to happen. I think, you know, that that's all being telegraphed in a way. Um, you, you, think, you think he's going to Tampa? <laughs> I think he goes to the White Sox and fucking Renteria gets fired again. <laughs> and, what and then Renteria becomes the intern coach, intern coach for the Cubs, and then they hire Girardi. Sure, <laughs> let's go. You would know, you, I I haven't thought rather, about. Would, would you rather Girardi right now? He's still sitting there waiting. Do you know who yeah. I'd rather? Clint fucking Hurdle. I'm dead serious. Oh, like God, that's no. the guy we need to be knocking players on their ass with fastballs. We need to be chewing gum. <laughs> we need to. Well, yeah. Uh, no, we, I do think this this team needs a little bit more of a, at this point, uh, need a little bit more Clint Hurdle in them and a little less like, you know, uh, they're prima donnas. I mean, it reminds, this all reminds me of um, Spider-Man, the, the musical. And, uh, oh God. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly the uh, reference I knew yeah, you were going go to Tip your tongue, right? Uh, no, it's, <laughs> they hired, listen, Bono from U2 wrote the music, right? They got Julie Taymor, who built all those puppets for, like, Lion King and shit. She directed it. Like, she's a super talented director. Uh, they got, you know, all this money together. They had, you know, the people flying around the theater on pulleys and stuff. It was like Peter Pan on fucking LSD, right? And uh, they got all this shit together, and everybody was so talented at what they do, and then the show was terrible, because everybody was such a fucking prima donna that nobody could criticize each other and said, hey, Bono, 
that song didn't they in all, Act didn't Two. Didn't they also blew, like kill? Well, like they didn't die. The no, show? a lot of injuries. Like the, the actors were put in harm's way. It was a disaster. They lost so much money, and the and the script sucked because she, you know, she wanted Julie wanted to add this whole thing about a Rodney, which is an ancient Greek myth, and that was going to be part of it. But then they like cut her in Act Two, so you're like, why was that in Act One, and you never fucking saw her again till the end? And then she was, I don't know, it was fucking awful. But it was an emperor wears no clothes situation, and that's kind of where we're at. And Theo's the only one out there, but it's but he's partly to blame, so everybody's like, oh, listen to Theo, he's going off on the radio, saying there's going to be changes around here. I'm like, the change should be fucking Theo, learn to do your goddamn job. You didn't sign anybody in the offseason. You couldn't get Kimbrell in the offseason. You got him too late, you know. You, you fucking let fucking Benzo go. You know, which is a disaster for this team. You keep Addison Russell, who's been pretty shitty, ultimately. Um, you know, it's just like Morrow, disaster. You Darvish, not good. Uh, you know, every fucking thing Theo has done is partly why this team blows ass right now. And they're in first place because the rest of the division does too. I don't know. Yeah. Rant over. Uh, right. It's... I don't know. Getting rid of Joe at this point is just a stupid idea. Be- because you're right. Who else are you going to bring at this point? Yeah. Mark Loretta. I mean, he's got he's got to finish out the season. And you just don't fire a manager when the, t- when the team is in contention, you know, for first place. They're a half game out right now because they didn't play yesterday. Yeah. Well, they- we did get a bit of a shakeup. Um I mean, Robel, Robel, the ham, the Hamburglar on the team. Robel Garcia, you get a chance to see the Robel game, the Robel Robel yeah. game. It was a, it was a pretty good start. I mean, he uh, almost hit for the cycle. <laughs> yeah, t- he, yeah, his first home run. I mean, this was his first start. Uh, he did pinch hit in the horrible disaster of a game on Wednesday when the when well. Our new closer couldn't close it, but we'll get to that game because that's really the one to talk about. No, uh, but yeah, Robo Garcia, he comes up, did great. I mean, people were clamoring for him. Here he is and kind of as promised. I mean, I don't Now you got three second basemen you're not sure about. Right. I mean, who gets these starts like people clamoring for Bodie? Now you got Robel up, you know, Addison Russell's probably your best defender out there, but he's not really hitting like second base. Just got a new uh, platoon guy. Yeah, it's I mean, I think you just obviously uh, Benzo's not coming back now. I don't know. What do you think? Is he come back well, after the All-Star break? No, they're saying he might come back in September. 40 man roster situation. They're leaving that door open. It's and they're because they're talking about it. I feel like it might actually happen. Right. Otherwise, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't say it out loud if it wasn't a thing. Yeah. So there's your other second baseman. Then, by you know, maybe Robel goes away. I don't know. Maybe you try to trade Robel now. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, hey, this guy hit for the cycle. Can we get Mike Trout for him? You guys aren't doing anything. Um, I don't know. It, you know, it's exciting to see a young kid come up. You know, and here's the thing: if this is like the little move that they make that sparks a team, even for two weeks. You know, uh, you know, before the league figures out, like to throw him this pitch and he can't hit it, you know, because he does strike out a lot. We didn't, we saw that in the in his first at bat ever in a major league uniform, but he didn't do that uh, 
Did he strike? Yeah, he struck out twice as well, but he also had a home run and a double, or no, a triple. A home so, run, a triple, and a and a single. Single. The yeah. double was the only thing he needed. Yeah, and that's like the, well, it's not the easiest, single's the easiest to get, but, you know, I was hoping he could get it. That would be awesome in your first start to get a, to hit yeah, the cycle. Yeah, because he had all those hits in, like, the fourth or fifth inning. <laughs> like, it's not, like, they were they were just laying it on him early yesterday. I mean, I, I, I think it's that. Or the day before. Well, I think it's that new guy that they haven't seen before, and they don't know how to pitch him. There's no book on him at all, you know. So he's going to be good for two weeks until there's a book, you know. Yeah, you think he's going to be the DH down in down on the south side? You think that's what they do with him? <laughs> Who knows? Joe will probably have the pitcher bat because he's fucking nuts. <laughs> um, and. Uh, you know, then then we'll get into a little bit of Kimbrel, but Lyle, you posted something because uh, that shakes up the team big time having him out there. But uh, it didn't go too well the other night, and uh, you know, twice he got into a non-safe situation because uh, I guess he needed the work, and it did not go well. In- well, here here's the deal: you can ask any Red Sox fan. Should you ever pitch Kimbrel in non-safe situations, or at least you know? Even even the they have like getting him work when they're losing is bad, but even when it's like oh we got a five run lead, let's put him out there. That usually goes terrible too. He pitches well in high pressure pressure situations. I don't know why, but it's almost like you need to take him out there for one out if you're going to give him some work, and not just send him out at the beginning of the inning. Like send him out at the end of the inning so that you can sort of manufacture. Yeah, get a, a man little on bit base of... or some tension or pressure. I don't know what it. Yeah. I don't know why it is, but I mean, you, if you call anyone in Boston right now and be like, "Look how they're using him," they'd be like, "Idiots, <laughs> <laughs> idiots." Well, he gave up three runs. He did. I mean, it th- on three hits, and two of those were home runs. But he did strike out two, so <laughs> that's cool. Um, and then the in, then Kimbrel in a save situation, which I think we should just start here, and then we could talk about the one win. I mean, the Cubs just lost three or four to the Pirates, and their road woes continue. But in his Darvish start, which was almost good, almost, almost, yeah, hey, baby steps, he's almost good. Yeah, four runs, six points. Now, he may be great someday, but he's almost good. And then our shiny new toy, Craig Kimbrel, blew the save. Uh, give up two runs. He walked one, and that you know the walk is really you know walking a hit, and uh, you know there's a lot going on in this game. So I don't know. First of all, d- let me ask you a question: Did you? How do you not fire a coach losing five of seven on the road to the Reds and the Pirates when it matters? Well, there's when no you're f- fighting for first place. N- neither one of these teams are total pushovers. I think they're decent teams. Reds pitching is good. The Pirates give, have good you're bats. You're giving these teams way too much credit. I do think the Reds are pretty good. The Pirates fucking blow. And the Reds are good because they're like a young upstart. They're probably one of the better teams in the division. It doesn't mean they're good. I mean, you look – I mean, I, I I, I struggle to think that the Cubs are even a top 10 team in Major League Baseball right now. Yeah. I, I agree that the Pirates blow. But they – I mean, apparently they like Cubs pitching because it was like a goddamn – uh, batting buffet, practice yeah, out there. It really was. And, uh, you know, and it doesn't help. I mean, in this game, which they, you know, it was a seesaw battle. It was actually a really good game, um, except for it ended badly. 
uh, because I was really hoping that this would go down in history as the catcher game. You had catchers, you had Wilson Contreras playing right field. You had Kyle Schwarber in left and Caratini actually catching. So you had three catchers. You had a two-catcher outfield. Uh, so in the end, like when you look at this Kimbrel non-save or blown save, you know, it, when you look at that, I mean, I really, you know, Wilson Contreras doesn't catch a ball. Where the hell's Jason Hayward late? Like, why do we have no outfielders now? You know, you just get rid of Carlos Gonzalez, and then, like, his ass should have been out there. You know what I mean? Like, at least at the end, I understand you want Wilson's bad in the lineup, but you're already winning, and you can't protect the lead with a, with a catcher in right field. They blooped that shit in there. It could That ball could have been caught. And then you have the dumbest person in the fucking world, Addison Russell, when you're playing defense to main, to get, for the tie. You're playing for the out is what I'm saying. Like, you're like, let – you're not saying let the run score, but if the ball is hit to Russell, he's too far back. He, and he was moving to the wrong side, and he wasn't even close at home plate. Well, it was kind of close, but not even – I mean, the moment he threw it, I was like – what the fuck are you doing? Get the out. You yeah. know? And he's, he's and then Madden comes after the game and says, yeah, he should have thrown it first. We were playing for the out. And Russell defends himself saying, uh, oh, well, no, I don't regret my decision. It's like, fucking regret it. You lost the game, idiot. Yeah. So then they then they win and, and we're on a sack fly. And that doesn't happen. Like, Kimbrell gets out of that inning without – Two fucking things happening, which is A, having a right fielder, and B, Addison Russell not being a fucking dumbass. So, so I'm saying I don't blame Kimbrell 100% for this. I mean, it wasn't great, but... Yeah, it was an odd lineup for him to be out there in front of. I mean, it's the end of the game. I think you can move into your defensive lineup, right? They like don't have not one. have Contreras out there in right field? Well, they said Jay Hay was banged up or something who just wasn't going to play. And then he was out there in the, in the next fucking day. So I was right. like, how, how fucking hurt was he? Yeah, you know, there's a no, lot actually, of soccer going no, he, on. He wasn't out there the next day. I, I am wrong. Oh, I was going to say, it's like that soccer, you know, they have that magic spray. The guys are rolling around like they've oh, yeah, just broken yeah. their leg and then. They spray them with some fucking air, like air spray or something, and then all of a sudden they can run again. Yeah, it's amazing. I need some of that magic spray. Yeah, I figured that's what they did with them. But I'm not going to put it on my legs. They need a lot of that. They need to spray it on their fucking bats. Yeah, and then you know, in the in the only game they won in this series, I you know they were like angry hitting. You know, like they got home runs. Uh, you know, by Bryant and uh, right in the first and Almora and Contreras went deep and then Robel went deep and, uh, you know, they scored a shitload of runs they had 15 hits. Like, I just feel like that was some pent up bullshit. And, uh, you know, and that's the game that you know, and the Pirates were throwing up and in this entire fucking series. And like they're they're a head hunting team. And Joe. After the game, was like, oh, I can't wait to face them next week at Wrigley. So, looks like this continues. So that's yeah. that's well, they got Bodie right in the head. That was scary. Yeah, that was scary. And uh, you know, quit. You know, that's unacceptable. I mean, they have a reputation. I mean, I heard uh, I was listening to this one on the radio most of it, and fucking um, uh, uh, Coom Dog, so pissed off. Just like he's like F- fired up. 
Yeah, he was like, he was like Ray fucking Searage. Is the, you know, what an asshole that guy is. And you, they, they have a reputation for years of doing this. And, hey, the Pirates and Cubs have had bad blood. I mean, they were, they were remember when uh, Coughlin broke Kang's leg? Yeah. And then the fight in the wild card game. You know, there's, there's a history here. But Well, since uh, I saw the stat since 2011, no team, which is when Clint Hurdle took over the Pirates, no team has hit more batters. Yeah. So it's not just the Cubs. Pirates throw it everybody. Yeah. But we got bad blood from past plays. They might have bad blood with other teams, but I don't watch the game, so I don't even know. But I'm sure. Well, the well Reds, when you're an asshole and you throw it everybody, you've got bad blood with every team. Well, that epic Reds-Pirates fight this year, you know. Yeah. So, hey, I mean, the common denominator is the Pirates there. So, fuck them. And uh, I'm looking forward to next weekend just to see what happens. It should be very entertaining, if not uh, – Season ending for some players, unfortunately. But uh, I, you know, when you're a shitty team like the Pirates, I guess you gotta you gotta do what you can. Uh, yeah, but it's you know it's even more scary right now because uh, you know that ball, the pitchers can't handle the ball as well. It's doing things; they're throwing way more wild pitches. They're hitting more players just in general. So if you've got a team like the Pirates that think, oh, we're going to throw up and in, we're not, maybe, you know, hey, let's give them better for the doubt. We're going to throw up and in, but not try and hit them. But because it can't control that ball, because it's a piece of shit, goddamn golf ball, rubber ball, whatever the fuck they're using, that can just get away from you at any time. And that's when you end up with, you know, Bodie getting hit in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And somebody's going to get really hurt. I mean, they already have. Yeah, it's it's a shitty situation. MLB has like they know that this ball is fucked up and that the pitchers can't control it. They need and I don't know why they don't just fucking switch the ball out. Like well they I mean, made just they, go with different I'm, balls. I'm sure they already made all the ones for the year probably. I mean, can you imagine there must be some warehouse full of these balls that they already made. And they're too round, right is the complaint, you know. They're two round and the seams are lower, like half as tall as they were. And so the air doesn't, you know, so that's why the ball and the, the leather is smoother. So the guys can't hold it because the seams are lower. The leather is smoother and that creates less drag. It also creates less grip when it's spinning through the air. So it doesn't do what it's supposed to do, which is why these guys are leaving these balls up over the plate. And then when they get hit, the air is just not slowing the ball down. Yeah. So that's why you're getting the, the Javi Baez line drive grand slam opposite field. Yeah. Down the line. Yeah. Uh, uh, off the end of the bat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> C- uh, Cup of Cubby Blue, the Bleed Cubby Blue podcast has a great interview. I just want to shout them out uh, with uh, Meredith. And I'm going to forget it, her name. Again. Wills. Wills. Meredith Wills. Well, do you know why? Because I, I always want to call her Meredith Wilson. But that is the guy that wrote Music Man. <laughs> so, oh yeah, we got like trouble my thing. friends and and you're and you're getting a peek inside of danny's syphilitic brain <laughs> yeah so far <laughs> we've had conversations about spider-man on broadway and well, he doesn't wonder, even realize that there's a spider-man movie that just came out yeah oh, and I wonder, I wonder if there's a history of danny and music theater to right and meredith wilson the uh, music man the Jets are going to have their day tonight. 
Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, I don't know. Let's. So I picked up this rake at Home Depot. Why don't we just go there? All right. So, you know what? In the last week, Chris Bryant has the highest OPS on the team at 1236. So, and that's of players with at least 18 plate appearances because, like, Caratini and obviously Robo Garcia has like a million OPS. Robo, Robo, Robo. Yeah, but uh, so with at least 18 plate appearances over those six games, um, he's been a bit of a doubles machine. Uh, five of his nine hits have been doubles. He did have a homer, uh, and he has scored five times, but he's only driven in two. <laughs> so he hit a home run. Sounds familiar. That's one, right? So only one other hit drove anybody in. Uh, Jay Hay is right behind him with uh, an 11.59. Uh, on four hits, including two homers, you know, but he had six less plate appearances. So he actually, you know, do it a little bit better. But I'm giving the rakes to Javi Baez, though, because he has three homers and a 1040 OPS. Uh, and one of those homers was that Grand Slam we just talked about in the eighth inning against the Reds to help the Cubs get uh, get something in Cincinnati. They only got one win, and he made it that much easier because you know – the Cubs were just planning to blow that in the ninth. Oh, yeah, somehow, some way. Uh, one more thing about Bryant is, you know, he did not play along with Jason Hayward in that 6-5 to five loss. He was one of the right fielders that maybe catches that ball if he's out there. Just wanted to mention that because he was banged up too, so I don't know what was going on there. Right, but, but KB doesn't have the arm to throw anybody out like Wilson did in that game as well. Hmm. True. Oh, yeah, we should talk about that. Holy fucking shit. What an exciting play. Will uh, He gunned. I don't know who he gunned down, but he fucking gunned him down. That, at, uh, that was amazing. Yeah. I was I mean, so excited. The, the was, guy, we, we know he has an amazing arm. Throwing from his knees to second base, you know, is, is just amazing. Imagine and we what, know we, that, what he could do if you gave him a set of legs. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and and we know that Rizzo hates when he has to throw down. He has to catch one of those balls being thrown down to him, you know. So you give him that extra distance from right field and just let him fire it. Oh, yeah, no, it was that, beautiful. Yeah, it, it was beautiful, and it was, it was super accurate too. What a and Caratini was pumped. That was so good to see. I mean, and that's what was said. I really wanted that to be known as the catcher game or something. You know, we could have. But you can't, you know, reminisce over a loss. You just can't. It, it <laughs> no, could, not it, at all. it could have been cool, but alas, we will not be celebrating that at Job Baker Day. But uh, oh shit! So that was loud and slow. <laughs> and, uh, sorry, I don't know why it's so loud. Uh, number twenty-seven sucks. I don't know why he's on the team or why he gets to play baseball. He fucking blows. I'm tired of him. Get the fuck off this team. I just want to see. I'd rather see Bodie just take over a second base. And Bodie is not doing well either. But he didn't get a ton of chances out there. So he didn't qualify to come into this. But you know what? Just put Bodie out there. Put Bodie out there. Get rid of I mean, 27. I, I, I keep saying the same thing. Anytime I see anything about a new second base or something happening, I, I don't know. Or it, I don't know what, what's happening out there, Michael. I don't what? know. Like the two biggest mysteries on the Cubs this year, Lyle. You are totally you. You are on this early. Why the fuck do they keep playing Addison Russell? And what did Ian Happ do? 
What did Ian Happ do? <laughs> yeah. What did he do? Yeah. I need to know. I mean, is that why he's over? Dude, did he just run away? Are they saying he's in the minors? And they, I mean, nobody would notice. Nobody goes to those games, anyways. I mean, is he <laughs> is he literally like on the run with with uh, Benzo and like something more sinister is going on? Well, yeah, who- because he's not batting well down there. So because it's probably not even him. It's just somebody that generally looks like him and they throw, you know, a uniform on him. And that's why his, you know, his numbers are, are just not great. It's, it's actually Kyle Schwarber and nobody, <laughs> he, just, he, goes, <laughs> he goes back and forth. Uh, and, and, and Tony Barnett is not really missing. Uh, he's actually uh, just an Uber driver that get, <laughs> takes them back and forth to Iowa. Yeah. I, but, uh, I, 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 I'm just, it's, it boggles the mind. And I get it. Everybody's like, look at his stats down there. Look what he's doing. He's like, yeah, but he's been proven a proven pretty decent, you know, replacement level guy in Major League Baseball. And you got to think there's something to that. Well, you're giving it. He's who, able to handle the pressure. He's able to do the things you need him to do. Who, who, and I get that it's not good, but they don't have anything good there no. right now. Yeah. And 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 let me ask you this, Danny, because I just think this is a question you you like to. Uh, you'd like to answer is um, what do you think here? Does, is, is the Addison Russell gamble of all of their like uh, social equity that they've spent uh, worth it? I, I mean, I, they, I think that's already spent and, and the fans that don't like him, don't like him. The fans that are still willing to support him are supporting him. It's obviously a, a split situation. I mean, and the Cubs have lost a lot more games that Addison Russell has been in, then they've won. I mean, the, the team has really gone downhill since, since he, he came, came into that dugout. But that other half of that is Benzo leaving. So, like, that's you know what you know. How much blame do you place on Russell coming, and how much blame do you place on Benzo leaving? I, I mean, could could be a fifty fifty thing in in there. What I'm wondering about is like. How you're leaving Ian Happ in the minor leagues, or even Robel? They just brought him up first. I mean, before Happ, so I think Happ's just down there. You know? Yeah. What happened? He's just down there. What did he do? But but if you who are you taking these at bats from Happ? Who who's taking these at bats? It's uh you know Almora, I guess, because they used to be a platoon in center, uh with a six eighty two OPS. Almora has a 249 batting average and a 286 OBP. The only thing he's doing a little bit differently this year is hitting home runs. He's got eight already. Right, um, but a, a 249 batting average is not terrible. I no, mean, but a 286 OBP is pretty awful. That I, I agree there. The OBP could go up. He he could take he could take a few more uh walks, but it seems like he just hits everything yeah, and gets it, thrown out yeah. constantly well and and then you get back to the glove first sharp fielder and now that jay hay hits with a with a he, noodle arm right, well you know yeah. what i mean he's, he's got no arm the catchers out there have better arms than him and here's the thing that pisses you off like why did they stick with this guy for so long you know what i mean like you could have gotten something for Almora back in the day like people actually still think he's good and he's not like you know fucking uh a rod thinks he's good a-Rod yeah. thinks he's fast. And then, so then you got Addison Russell, 722 OPS, you know, in a limited batting, 248, 314 OBP. Like, you know, it's just like that's the dude that was – he was, like, going to be a next-level prospect, right? What could you have gotten for him? Before, I mean, and also, the Cubs knew 
a year and a half ago that there was fucking shenanigans with this fucker. You know what I mean? They knew they knew in 2017 and they couldn't unload his ass. After he hit like fucking 20 home runs, they couldn't unload his ass after that. Yeah. I mean, the, this is a Theo failure. This guy, this guy already shouldn't have been on the team. You know, he should have he should have been playing for somebody else in 2018 when this whole shit went went down, you know? Agreed. I I think they completely and utterly blew this. I don't know whose call it was in the end who said, nope, we're keeping him. We're going to try to help this kid out. He made a mistake. No, he didn't make a mistake. That's not a mistake. Yeah, you're a fucker. Right? That, that's, now, that's my problem. Now, what like, to people, do? People I hope- make mistakes. Fucking bad things happen. But, you know, you, I don't know. You've got to be responsible for what you do, and you've got to pay the price sometimes. And I think the price was at least getting thrown out of town. Yeah, and uh, I think that would have been better for all involved. You know, even better for, I mean, not for us. I mean, we, we would have nothing to bitch about this off season. Oh wait. Yeah. We had everything to bitch about this off season. Exactly. Don't, don't forget the racist emails. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, I mean, I mean, maybe that's why, maybe that's why he's here. They're like, you think that's bad? (laughs) Look over here. (laughs) I mean, and obviously like, you know, he used to be a better baseball player before all this broke. So, you know, yeah, and this team used to be a better team before all this broke. Like you were talking earlier about the fans being split. I would not be surprised at all if that clubhouse is split. There's I I said that from the beginning. I was like, I'm sure there's guys on this team. I mean, I made the joke that that's why Benzo left was because Russell was coming up. And I think obviously Russell came up because Benzo was leaving. But, you know, I mean, it, it, and it's probably good, just good slightly morality. look at his wife fucked around on him and he can't play baseball anymore. The most fun thing to do in the world. He's so devastated over it. His his uh, his morality uh, gauge is is set to extreme. So I can't imagine he would enjoy having this man in his unless he's an Old Testament guy. And then maybe he's into this stuff. But. Right, then he's fine with it. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. He's, he's like, he owns her. Why not? Yeah, right. I could stone her if I want to. <laughs> no, uh, but, but but you know they did. They he, didn't trade Schwarber. They didn't. You know they got a catcher and left every every day because you can't play him anywhere else. You know, right. you get, well, that's they the didn't. Tra- was like, yeah, but I love Schwarber. I'm like, yeah, yeah. we're supposed to be a catcher and we have better catchers. So then you go out and get yourself a really great prospect and you have like the best center fielder or I mean or yeah. you have a great second baseman and maybe another bullpen arm like you use these guys like I know you get I promise you you're gonna love the new guys too I well, promise and, and when you've got a team like you know here's the the top OPSs on the season Contreras 957 Bryant 947 your backup catcher Victor Caratini in only 84 at bats as an OPS of 896 um, Rizzo, 894, Baez, 880, Hayward, 827, and then Schwarber almost at 8, Bodie almost but, at but, 8. But, How but are you not winning like, baseball games? This is fucking ridiculous. I mean, that's right. got to be like the best sort of like top four, five hitters in the, I mean, except for maybe the Dodgers. And then we the have, <laughs> and they, well, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, nationally, but yeah, the Yankees too, you know, but they, they've got stats like this. You know, and like, what the fuck is going on? And then you're like, but firing Joe won't help. And maybe it's Addison Russell. Like, everybody's just scratching their fucking heads. So, yeah, well, but that's like why he's a flaker. Better, but I, I mean, I, I mean, let's just be honest. 
a lot of these players aren't as good as you all think they are. Yeah, that's that's the bottom line. Yeah, well, they're not they're not and, clicking. And by the way, the Cubs had pulled the wool over everybody's eye, and the whole league thought all these players were as good as the Cubs thought they were, and they that was that was their opportunity when they convinced the world that Kyle Schwarber was going to be the next fucking Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Yeah. That was the time when people think someone's going to be that good. It's rare that they are. I mean, there's very few players in our – I mean, I don't know. Who, who's that? Mike Trout. That's it. I mean, there, there's a bunch of other guys. H- Javi probably fits the bill, but I think he was underrated. Yeah, he was the one that I think people didn't think. Like, we actually thought they would trade Bias, uh, yeah. Javi. Like, he was a piece that they would be willing to move because we didn't think they were that high on him. I mean, both him right. and both him and Contreras uh, are Hendry guys. So that's why, you know, I, I didn't, I, Javi, I thought would go because they're like, oh, he strikes out too much. He's too showboaty, whatever. He's not the cub way, but you know, the, then the fans yeah, just, kept him just around. Just remember that people and Theo, you trust Jim Hendry is the one who made this team what it is today. Yeah. The two all-stars. Yep. Your two all-stars are Hendry guys. Well, look, look up and down the whole lineup. You got DJ LeMayhew in the all-star game, ex-cub. Who else you got out there? Well, and Theo actually is on the record as saying that he was, he thought that was one of his worst trades he ever made was sending LeMahieu to the Rockies. Yeah. Well, it hasn't, his signings haven't been going well either, but let's get to some good news about one of Theo's trades. Oh, you you really want to go there? We all know that this team is terrible because Eloy Jimenez is not on it. Oh, well, I, I went and saw Eloy play the other day. He was pretty fucking exciting baseball player. I'll get to that. Yeah, okay. All but right. we all know that, hey, the Cubs needed a pitcher. They got a pitcher. And this week, what, that what, wait, pitcher what, what, is what the only one that, that did any good. What position does that guy play? Who, Eloy? Yeah. Uh, left field. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you got a yeah. catcher out there. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can't. Yeah, we got yeah, no. You, 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 you could have had somebody out there. And guess what you could have got for Schwarber? Anything you wanted. Yeah. Right. Should have, would have, could have. Think of, think of what you could have gotten for, for Russell. That's that's the thing is like if you Dude, would have traded can, his can, ass there, right when there, that there, shit broke. There, there was a time you probably could have traded Russell and Schwarber and Hendricks for Mike Trout. And, every, and today, even you guys sound like, like fucking St. Louis fans do, because you'd be like, that's a terrible trade, even today. No, it's not. That would have been amazing. I mean, Mike Trout I don't doesn't think win. the Angels yeah. were going to get rid yeah, of Trout yeah. for anything. And Mike, uh, and, yeah. Like, yeah. that sounds like a good trade to you. I mean, if they, sure, you could say that, but Angels aren't getting rid yeah, of Trout. Yeah, if the Angels won't trade Mike Trout for a superstar like Yachty Molina, they're, <laughs> they're certainly not going to take that package. <laughs> to be fair, they've been trying to work that trade for years, and the Cardinals just won't they give up. They just won't do it, yeah. <laughs> Even when he was injured for a year. They were like, nah, we're going to stick with Yachty. He's our future. Um, but, so, yeah, so Quintana gets the throws this week. Uh, he's the only pitcher to get a win, and he had two of them. He threw 13 total innings, only gave up three <laughs> runs in total during those 13 the, innings. Walked. The only pitcher to get a win in a yes. week. Oh, God, that's he, terrible. He walked one batter in those two games, and he had 10 strikeouts with a whip of one. You know, and then uh, out of the bullpen, Strope and Ceshek both went two innings and didn't give up. Anything. Well, I don't know about give up anything. I mean, well, Strope's fucking... 
you know. <laughs> well, they didn't give up runs. Yeah, Wilson bailed his ass out. He gave up three hits. Yeah. In that, <laughs> and, you know, like, Wilson bailed him out and uh, catcher power. God, I hey, wish it was a thing. Danny, I, I, we're going to find out from Lyle in a bit here about the bullpen, so I don't want to step on him there much. But there was nothing to find in there. <laughs> so yeah, I had to yeah. go with Strope and C-Shack. Yeah. Uh, How about, uh, where were we? Yeah, let's go to that. Put your lips together. I got to speed that one up. Ooh. Adbert Azalai got lit up in his second start. He only lasted 2.2 innings against the murderer's row. That is the Pirates. Josh fucking Bell just raked all weekend. I mean, what a guy. What yeah. a great player! I love. I actually love that guy. I do too. He he he's uh you, you know one of those players in the division that you love. Uh, you know we we all know how much we love Puig. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, but Josh Bell's another one of those guys. I love that man. I love watching him play baseball. Do you re- do you remember like four years ago we were like, who the fuck is Josh Bell? Like he just showed up. Yeah. It was like his first series, and it was against the Cubs, and he hit like three homers during that series or something. Oh, did, did you guys hear this about uh, Puig, too? I mean, it's not a secret he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> One more. I mean, it's not a secret he's stupid. He's not stupid. <laughs> oh, man. You needed to play that for the Clint Hurdle stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, the Pirates hit Alzali, uh pretty pretty badly. Ten hits, seven runs, two homers. Uh, the rookie is back in Iowa trying to figure out what happened. I mean, you that's just, not why he got sent back. But yeah, that's not. I mean, you just you know, roster spot. You got the options. You know, just get rid of him for now. And I, you know, it, Hamels, yeah, it, the optics just look really bad because it happened the next day. But that was because Hendricks was coming up to pitch. And I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The optics look bad, but I think he knows what happened to, to him. So yeah, I think they were telling him he was going. You know, and this might be one of those things too where. The manager and Theo are like, hey, you're going back to Iowa tomorrow, no matter what. And, you know, maybe that fucks with the kid's head a little bit, you know? like Yeah, he instead seemed... of him being like, yeah, I'm going to go out there and show him what I got and give everything. He's like, I can't believe I have to go back down there. Yeah, you, don't you have, know. And... You don't have muffins in the locker room down there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think also the thing that's going to happen uh, is he'll be back up after the All-Star break ju- just because Hamels is on the shelf. And it'll probably be for another month. I, you know, I, I think so, too. But we've been waiting. I mean, everybody was talking about how Alzali had such a great demeanor and the confidence and everything when he was up there. But then, uh, you know, he gets shelled out there. And it happens to be like everybody knows he's going back. And I'm wondering if that's where his that's his the 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 weak spot in his armor. Right. It was just feeling like nothing I can do here is going to help me stay up. Huh. That's interesting. Like a psycho psychological. And and that's total just fucking outsider just looking at it. But he seemed to pitch really well. And then we knew everybody knew he was leaving, and he just sucked. So I don't know. Do, do you know what I really wanted him to do when uh, Benny's Joe brought him out of the game as he was walking off? I really wanted him to tip his cap <laughs> <laughs> to the Pirates fans, yeah, just uh, whoever. Just I just always want that to be his thing. Like every, when he comes off, even if he sucked, he just tips his cap. 
you know, every strikeout, every strikeout tips his cap. <laughs> yeah. Just the, the cap, the, the tip capper cap tipper. Um, yeah, it is time for the state of the bull penis with the lovable loose ears, Lyle Aker. What do you the got? State of the bull penis. Sad, limp, and lacking girth. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's funny how like you get Craig Kimbrell and you still suck, huh? It's weird. All right. Well, well, uh, it doesn't help when you know he, he never gets a chance to play, and then he, when they do, it's he's got like a five-run lead or something like that, and yeah. it doesn't work for him. Yeah. Um. Anything. Uh, to add about this Pirates series. And we kind of went through it just by talking about what's going on with the team. But uh, one positive thing, if there's anything positive, is, uh, you know, Kyle Hendricks came back and he didn't pitch that much because it rained and uh, only went three innings. So he's going to be nice and fresh for his start on uh, on Sunday. against. The I Lakers. hate when there's rain delays. Like rain delays might be the worst thing in baseball. Yeah. Because it just fucks the game up completely all you know the the two starters have to leave you know they might have been pitching well but you know they come back after an hour and they can't pitch again and it just and then you know then you're in the fourth inning and both teams are in their fucking bullpen and it's who knows what's about to happen like it just sucks uh, the reason I hate it is because they don't show like the 1973 World Series anymore <laughs> during the rain delay remember that or like they'd have like this week in baseball with Mel Allen. Bum, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. What's the song? Come on, you know it. Dun, I do. Dun, dun. I forget the melody though. You're gonna you're gonna have to find it and play it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm looking it up. This week in baseball theme. Uh, Johnny Bench. All right, here we go. Oh, this is a different one. Ozzy Smith doing a flip. Well, this is fucking classical music. This is like, uh, I think that's, forget who it is. That's a famous classical piece, though. But that's not what I'm thinking of, right? Am I thinking of like Baseball Bunch? Maybe you're thinking about Baseball Bunch. Bum, bum. Somebody find that for me, please. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm singing anymore. Uh, the other thing I'll say, I've mentioned Victor Caratini earlier. Two homers in that game. The heartbreaking loss, the six to five blown save. So, and you want to talk about Baez pimping those two long singles? <laughs> I mean, his heel kind of hurts. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe he just doesn't have the Jets. Maybe he's maybe he's given up on the team. He's like, I've carried you fuckers long enough. I mean, he hit the fuck out of ball. He should have had three home runs that night. Um, I mean, he almost hit. Uh, he definitely almost hit two. He hit one like just underneath the line in right field, and then he hit that one that went into the Pirates' s. Their shrubbery, and um, yeah, I I mean, but. I don't know. People were dogging him on, on the radio as well yesterday for, you know, they, they said they should bench him. I mean, did you hear uh, Dave Kaplan going off? About what? About Javi not running out the, they should bench Javi. 
Because he didn't run it because he pimped a single. I did not hear that. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw something about that. This, yeah. That's some fucking super hot take bullshit. Yeah. You know I mean, what, though? He wasn't the only yeah. one, but he did pimp a single. I look, mean, he look, did. Look, at there, there is something to the fact that, listen, I get these guys are stars and they're big names and whatever, but there is something to coaching, you know, and, and there there is a situation where sometimes you got to, like, make an example out of somebody. It can backfire, but it, though. But it's not benching your best player possibly the best player on your team for that like you don't publicly humiliate him maybe you go through and uh yeah have that conversation in private be like that was really not cool when you pimped that single (laughs) you know what let's let's kangaroo courtly kid you know what i mean like bring him in after the game fucking uh you know joe needs to call out and have a ham sent in from the grocery store and just you know, present it to Javi after the game. Like this is for the single you pimped, you know, yeah. just kind of fucking have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. I that like type that of shit. Um, yeah. So for pimping a single, he actually gets like a delicious ham. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like it. I, you know, why not? I mean, yeah, but yet yeah, you need a win the next, I mean, you've already lost three against Pittsburgh. You can't bench Javi. Um, yeah. Especially when you got, you know, like apparently Jay Hayes a little banged up. And, yeah, you got nobody out there. You know, you know people are limping into the fucking All Star break right now, and it's yeah. tough. Yeah. So let's preview the White Sox, shall we? I think uh, we've beat that dead John Lackey for the Pirate series. Um, well, they're not that bad. I went and saw him the other day. I I got free tickets to go, and it just happened to be when Dylan Cease was pitching and they were kick-ass seats like right behind home plate you know um 18th, nice actually row. emily and i are planning on going to a Sox game when we come in yeah i mean i, I might go tonight i mean you know D- uh, dallas from twitter our australian friend yeah he's in yeah. town we were gonna try to go tonight uh can't go tomorrow because we're doing outside the ivy which would kind of be on early for once It'd probably be around around 4 p.m uh 4 30 wow. or something yeah what are you but- gonna do what are you gonna do with yourself afterwards Probably come home and sleep because I'm hungover. He's going to go drinking with Kaplan and DeJesus. Yeah, we're partying. Uh, oh, did you see? I mean, this is kind of my TFC, but uh, did you speaking of DeJesus while we're on it? Did you see that Kim DeJesus, after the earthquake in Los Angeles, uh, tweeted out that that's the most my bed has moved in a year? Oh, God. I did see that. And uh, that's uh, that's pretty harsh thing to do on social media to your. Uh, I know. I was like, I, was like I, I fucking work with this guy. There was right. a she said awkward that it, that was easily the biggest earthquake I have ever felt. Unfortunately, the mo- the most my bed has shook all year. Oh, that yeah. is that is rough. And it's really rough. Like even, you, you know, it's a joke. They're probably fine with it, but every fucking Twitter troll in the world wants to fuck Kim to Jesus. Yeah. Right. So, you know, they're jumping all over that shit. I'm sure I would hate to see her mentions, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I'll shake your bed. All yeah, the dumb oh God, shit. Yeah, all yeah, the guys yeah. would say she's just out there. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, I wonder if David even knows that she did that, <laughs> but I'll let him know tomorrow when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah, he shows up like, 
Like, hey, no. how, how's it going? Uh, what's up with your wife's bed not moving? Yeah, yeah. Heard heard about that earthquake <laughs> out, in, out in L.A. Just see, just oh. troll him to see if he even knows what I'm talking about. So um, yeah, I went and saw the White Sox. Man, Dylan Cease, like you know, the, uh, this is all I'll say about it is like, remember how we were all excited when our new little shiny toys came up from the minor leagues? Your Javier Baez, uh, your you know, your Chris Bryant's, your Wilsons, your Schwarbers. It's what the White Sox got going on on the south side. There was a buzz in that stadium, and they're really excited. And Cease uh, had a shaky first inning, but he settled down and looked really good. Um, Unfortunately, we're not going to see him in these two games because that would have been hilarious when he no-hit us because we we never saw him before. Oh, God, that would have been the worst because, you know, as bad as it was, with the Eloy home run, right? And everybody fucking losing their shit thinking, ah, never make that trade. You know, then to have Dylan Cease come up and beat the shit out of us too. Ugh. Uh, yeah. I, I would like to see a Q versus C start at some point just to hash that out. But the White Sox are not as bad as, you know, they were. They're uh, 41 and 43, but they're six games better than Pakota says they should be given their run differential. And they have a, a they're five games above 500 at home. So uh, they're, they're pretty good. And you know, our road splits are not good. God, I don't even want to look at it after this road trip because it was bad before they went out. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. We'll look at it after the All-Star break. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's give it a rest. When you can add two more losses on there? Yeah, Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's see if we can get some W's down on the south side. But, I, yeah, I might go tonight with Dallas. I don't know. I hope, I hope so. I need the tickets to get cheaper, though. I'm not going to spend $100 to sit in the corner of that monstrosity of a ballpark so, so I can eat some fucking $10 corn on the cob. You know what I mean? They have great food there, by the way. So if you're going, eat something. They have awesome sandwiches. Uh, I, had yeah. a, I had a corned beef sandwich. Fucking delicious. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We've, all the times we've been to Chicago, we've just never gone to that ballpark. And so coming into town, they're playing. I think we get in super late Wednesday, and they're playing on Thursday. So we're going to go go check out the great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we split with these very same Sox just about a week and a half ago, and uh, the Cubs outscored them eight to six, but we got beat by Eloy three to one, and then uh, we we beat them seven to three when we beat up on another pitcher we're going to see again, uh, Lucas Giolito. So, but we got to him, we'd given him uh, probably his worst start of the year. There was another one that wasn't good, but uh, that one's not good for Lucas. And we are seeing the exact same two pitchers. We're seeing Ivanova and Giolito again. And uh, the White Sox have been playing pretty well. They, uh, I saw them beat Detroit, uh, and they won two or three from them overall. And then uh, they also won two or three from first place Minnesota. So they got that buzz going on. They could, you could see maybe like, uh, you know, maybe kind of a two thousand end of two thousand fourteen Cubs sort of run, you know, like the Cubs went on after John Baker Day kind of thing, where they start putting a little something together. So, uh, you know, the Cubs offense is pretty much in the top ten of every category, and uh, and the Sox are in the top, uh, the bottom ten of almost every category. Uh, White Sox are dead last in taking walks, so the Cubs pitching staff's like, "Hold my beer, let's see, we'll <laughs> see about that." 
Um, and they're neck and neck and strike it, strikeouts. So Cubs aren't really, you know, it's just kind of average. They do strike out guys ninth and 11th, uh, most strikeouts in the majors. And obviously they have, uh, more stolen bases, but they're pretty average when it comes to that. And, uh, the Cubs have scored 76 more runs. So there's no reason we should be splitting any series with this team. Uh, pitching wise, uh, Cubs ERA overall is a run better pretty much. Although our bullpens are strikingly the same, pretty much. The Cubs are only like a quarter of a run better than the White Sox bullpen. They got some arms out there. You know, that bummer guy, Colomay's a, a good closer. You know, they're all right. They got, they got the guys. If they need to win a game, they got the guys to do it. You know, if they're leading, which I don't know if it's happening as much as they'd like. Uh. Both teams are in the top third of the league in walks. Sox have walked one more batter than the Cubs. The Sox are dead last in strikeouts. They Wait, am I saying this right? Yeah, they're dead last in strikeouts. So they're dead last in taking walks, and they're dead last in striking guys out. Um, and the Cubs are average at strikeouts. Uh, the Sox have the 11th most home runs. Given up. And the Cubs ninth least. So Cubs are slipping there. Defensively, the Sox have committed four more errors than the Cubs, but they're still both top third of the league and kicking it around. Sox throw more runners out than the Cubs, but it doesn't matter because we're slow. And uh, I've got some really bad news, everybody. Oh, no. Please don't tell me. Oh God. oh, God, guys, it's not good. The Cubs durr, thanks to Addison Russell and the two-catcher outfield this week, has fallen to 696. Man. That sucks. Yeah. But, hey, well, the White Sox have the fifth worst durr at 680, so all right, could well, be worse. Here, here you go, Cubs fans. It could be worse. <laughs> That's yep. this. That, that's the motto of the 2019 Chicago Cubs. Yeah, it could, could be, be worse. Yeah, right. Like instead of everybody in, you just it's hashtag. It could, could be, be worse, worse. and then yeah. you get the little Cub symbol next yeah. to it. Yeah. Try not to be worse. So, uh, scavenger hunt. You need to take a shower because you stink. Uh, in center field at the White Sox game, there is a shower. Go take it's one. Weird. Go take a shower. Get in the scavenger hunt. Um, in fact, are you going to take one while you're there tonight? If I go, you know, since, I don't. Well, it, it needs you, to not since, cost a hundred dollars to sit in the corner. You know what I mean? Since you don't have running water, it's probably a good idea for you to okay, shower I, when you have the opportunity. Yeah, I did go axe throwing last night, so I'm covered in splinters. And you smell like a teenage boy. I kind of do. Well, parts of it's me just, do. You're covered in axe. So, uh, yeah, take a shower, take a picture, hashtag scavenger hunt. I uh, got that, Mike. It yeah, I took I – was, I was like, I, I don't know if, he, if anybody picked up on that. And then I explained it and made it that much worse. Yeah. This show's just <laughs> sh- – spagog. This show's over. No, the, the winner of the scavenger hunt, it, uh, they get a oven mitt, a Cubs oven mitt. Uh, the weather, it's going to be nice both days. Uh, and uh, I mean, literally nice because the average temp, it will be around 69. Nice. Yeah. 
Game one, John Lester, seven and six with a three eighty nine versus Lucas Gialito, eleven and two with a two seventy two. Uh, Lester beat the Sox last time, but he gave up three through five point two. Gave up home runs to Lurie Garcia and James McCann in that game. And last time he gave up four, but only three were earned, and the Cubs lost to Cincinnati. Uh, the Cubs did beat Lucas Giolito by uh, getting six runs off of him and chasing him in the, with one out in the fifth. Uh, Wilson hit two home runs that game, and Bodie hit one too. So uh, last time he went out there, he only gave up one hit through five innings against Minnesota. He struck out four and gave up zero walks, so... He's normally good. I'm taking a look at uh, mybookie.ag's interleague section of their uh, sports book in the MLB. And, uh, man, it's even Steven. Lester v. Giolito, both teams, minus 110. So they're both favored. <laughs> the over-under is 9.5, man. I mean, I don't know. I, I, you know what? I'm going to go with Johnny Lester here. You know, he's going to give us one last good performance in his career and then probably go to Illinois. But And uh, their young bright star, Giolito, he's going to fade. We got six runs off of him last time. I say we do it again. Yeah, this is Lester's game. Go Cubs. Go to mybookie.ag. Sign up today. Promo code Ranto. And if you never want to hear an ad uh, about me BSing about some game that I'm not really going to bet on, well, then you should... Subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto. It's a dollar a month. You get the show early, ad-free. It makes you a part of a community. So get there. Sunranto.com. No, sorry, patreon.com slash sunranto. Sunranto.com is our website. And if you go to sunranto.com slash stubhub and buy your tickets, we get like a dollar. So you can do that too. Oh, I'm selling myself short here. Let's get back to the show. Uh, game two. Hendo, 7 and 6 with a 345 versus Ivanova. 3 and 7 with a 592. Hendo, we already mentioned he went out there and gave up two runs on four hits through only three rain shortened innings. He struck out four and walked one. And he didn't face the Sox this last time, but um, he won one and lost one against the Sox last year. He only gave up one run last year and pitched into the eighth inning. And then he gave up four three earned and lost uh, in another game. Uh, no White Sox player has ever homered off of Kyle Hendricks. Oh. Wow. Oh, kiss of death, Danny. And, uh, but they are collectively batting 302 off of him in 90 plate appearances, so it might be a little traffic out there. Nova Ivanova gave up one run through five against the Cubs. We could not get to him. He walked two. And uh, that's when Eloy Jimenez beat us. Last time, he gave up four through six in a loss to Minnesota, so he's not that good. Hap has three homers off of him. I thought I'd bring that up. Ian Hap has three home runs off of this guy. Just bring him up for this game. It's the all-star break. Let's go. Uh, Baez and Schwarber each have two home runs off of him. And, but all of their batting averages are low. Uh, so it's all or nothing. Uh, Rizzo and Hayward and Contreras have hit him well, too. There's no reason we should have lost to Ivanova last time. But he'll probably going to beat us again, don't you think? 
Yeah. Uh, or does who or it's knows gonna, now what it's to gonna, think because now it's before gonna go the, the last way. series it was like oh Cubs are gonna beat Ivanova and lose to Giolito and we're gonna split and we did get the split but it was exactly the opposite of what everybody thought. So maybe now we get what we thought it would be, or maybe the Cubs just go out and fucking finish this shit off and win two straight games and or or they could lose two straight games. I don't know what to make of this team. No, it, 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 you you literally have no idea what's about to happen. Yeah, I know I mean, what's about to happen. Oh, Cubstradamus, what are you doing in California? I mean, I I don't know if people in the show know this, but in private conversations, you told me that you are very instrumental uh, in in when when earthquakes happen around the world. They're usually caused by you. And oh, yeah. I don't know if you want to explain further how that happens, and maybe, maybe you don't because it's private. But I do know that California's getting crushed right now. I just got a news update that they're getting an earthquake a minute right now. Oh, yeah. Is this the big one? Is this the big one, buddy? Uh, it's not the big one, but the big one's coming. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Oh, there goes my stomach. Uh, oh, it could be the big one. Yeah, it could be. Uh, uh, no, no, it's not the big one. I mean, if you could just resist from eating whatever that is you eat that makes your stomach like that, I mean, wouldn't you make the world a better place? Well, yeah, I, I, it's the peanuts and all the ball games you guys make me go to. It, it really yeah. it wrecks my intestines and and then. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really gross. Um, that was a, a seven point one this morning, buddy. Yeah, it gives it it gives a completely different meaning to the Ring of Fire, which is kind of circles the you know the Pacific there. I fell down in a burning ring of fire. Oh man, that <laughs> felt good, and that's still not the big one. <laughs> well, let me give you my poem, and then I'll uh, get out of your hair here so I can go cause more death and destruction. All right, let's hear it. After two with the socks on the weekend, most of the Cubbies can sleep in. It's the all-star break. Then the Cubs awake and win the whole rest of the season. Holy shit. Cubs Stradamus Wow, is that positivity? That's the first fucking real... What the... I don't... Wait, was that real? I'm, Mile, I'm so you, glad he's in California because I'm sure that if he was in this room right now, yeah, I would not be, be I would not be breathing. But, yeah. but do you think it's the relief that he feels right now that he's he's letting some of that out? That's an actual prediction he just made. He, I mean, well, they're not going to win the whole rest of the season. Come on, that's that's a quote. That's what he said. That's All right, a prediction. All right. Well, they so their, it, fir- their first loss, he's in trouble with me. Well, but the, you know they're not gonna. W- but he didn't say anything about what's gonna happen this weekend, right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, well. he, he said the re- after the break they're gonna win. So I, I mean, it just doesn't bode well for the weekend. And it's a hundred dollars to go down there and watch them lose to Giolito. Oh, I don't know. You know, let's do some TFCs. I'm confused. Yeah, you got one. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, let me, uh, yeah, I got one too. You going? You going, Michael? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, this is on the the Sun Times uh, article about Cubs, Mister Nice Guy on critics, position changes, and All Star Game number three. Right, so they posted a link to their story, and uh, this guy, MSNS 
0561. Russian bot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he Six followers. Uh, writes, St. Louis as boring city. LOL. Your uh, own town. Parentheses. BTW. He does not even live in winter. Parentheses. What? Is the worst and boring. Worst weather. Worst scrum times. Worst taxes. Worst traffic. Worst corruption. And propaganda article by fake bankrupt scrub times. Even weather is worst than North Pole here. <laughs> what? What? Those that bots is aren't total, even... That is total Russian bot language right there. Yeah, those bots aren't even trying. Dude, scrum times? Yeah, it's, well, we're, we're, I know what scrum times mean. I believe the Cubs are going through it right now. These are some scrum times. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's weird. I didn't know baseball had scrums, but sure. Um, so I got one here. Um, it, this is uh, the Tennessee Smokies thought it would be a great idea. I don't know if you saw this. To after that uh, Nike Kaepernick Betsy Ross flag situation. Right. The Cubs minor league the team. Outrage. Yeah, and you know I don't know what to make of all that. I mean, f- you know, I I I pretty much think what George Carlin thinks about flags is that they are symbols, and I leave them to the symbol-minded. Yes. But uh, the Tennessee Smokies decided to do a little symbol of themselves, and they painted that Betsy Ross flag, and that would have been fine if they did that because obviously it's uh, they they got that up at the government and whatever too. Like whatever, it's fucking Betsy Ross. I don't give a fuck. But then the Tennessee Smokies tweet out, hey, at Kaepernick 7, after a lot of thought, we have decided it's best to just do it. Hashtag America. And I was like, fucking Tennessee Smokies, shut the fuck up. Yeah, they clearly did not actually put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. Because uh, they just read, everybody who just read like the headlines, it was all blamed on Kaepernick. Number one, there was a lot of people saying that they shouldn't use it. And although Kaepernick did mention the, you know, the, the times that it was, you know, being flown were racist times and all that stuff. It's also being co-opted by fucking white national, white nationalist yeah. groups. And the reason they want to use that is because that's was the flag when there was slavery and the government what actually had rules against black people being human. And so that's why they're using it. And it, but, but sure it's Kaepernick doesn't like the flag. That's the yeah, headline, that's the, right? Yeah. That's everybody it, talks about it wrong again. And it's just like, you know, it's frustrating. Yeah. It's yeah. Frustrating. It's because the, you know, well, we, the we, media we, is conservative we, and they only want outrage. They do not fucking care. He actually reads the story to get the actual, like, what is really going on. But if I were Nike, I would be a little worried about having a symbol on my shoes that white nationalist groups are using. Like, you know, that, that would make me a little nervous. Right. And if I was the Tennessee Smokies in Tennessee, where that kind of shit is still, uh, all over the place. The other side of it too, uh, Michael, is that, you know, it sucks. You don't want to allow those people to co-opt symbols that are, I mean, I get, I get the timing of it, but it's one of our early flags and we do, we do have a a terrible history at the time, but it's still the beginning of the United States. And the fact that now that has to be theirs 
is kind of yeah, it's it's crummy. Well, and that's crummy and stupid. I don't. I, I also but that's think the thing we should be pissed be about, right? That yeah. sh- that should be the thing we should yeah. be pissed about yeah. is that these that white fucking racist are assholes are co-opting one of our flags. Right? Yeah. One of our yeah, one of our great symbols. I always liked that flag. Most people do. But then, you know, when you see it fucking being used in that way, you're like, well, maybe I don't want to be associated with that. Right. Yeah. Well, do you know what they should change it to? They should just change it. Instead of the Betsy Ross flag, they should make the David Ross flag. And you just put that up there. With I like agree. 13 David Rosses in a star. And, and and the three listeners who've yet to shut off the show because we went on a political ramp, uh, rant are like, yes, I knew it would come back to the Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do have another TFC here. Uh, I, I got one here okay, for right. you, too. I got one for you here. Go too, ahead. Dude. Go ahead. And it's, it's, um, it's, 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 it's just, you know, it's one of the things I like that I saw. Uh, it was Evan Altman. He wrote, Vogelbach and Listella are all-stars, you say. Post-2016 revisionist historians are going to be pissed. And in, <laughs> and in the moment, it's hard to blame them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they are. I mean, they are, they are people out there who are pissed still about Vogelbach going you, somewhere else. Do you think the Cubs who were on this team now play on other teams in the last, I don't know, let's say six years that are still in the league, seven years during this Theo era? Do you think that team would beat the current roster? <laughs> uh, that, mm. We might have to make yeah, the roster. Yeah, let's make let's make the roster. The, get, we, the, can we do some sort of simulation with certain yes, rosters? I, I'm sure there's something we could do with the I, I fancy like the new computers. I, yeah, I like the what ifs, and I I think it'd be a fun conversation yeah, to have. Maybe we, it's an off season conversation, but no, we no. Have it. I think we should, maybe yeah. I'll start break. Yeah, right. Let's oh, have it about, on the Ranters page. Let's, let's yeah. see. what if if the Cubs hadn't done this and we had this player, this player, this player, this player. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it, it yeah, would be I, little I, revisionist history fun. Remember yeah, who, also, remember when we were pissed about Castro kicking the ball around at second base? Yeah, he'd be much better. <laughs> right, yeah. he would still be better at second. No, uh, also though, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers out for Tommy Lastella. Fucking oh, yeah. broke his leg. Tibia. Just, yeah, that was weird, right? Like six, six weeks, he's good. Right? Yeah, but still, you know, that's his first All Star game. He's having a fucking hell of a season, and if you come back from any injury like that. It's going to be tough. I just so. want to know how Lyle got back to Maine so fast after uh, breaking his leg. Right. I, well, <laughs> hey. Fucking Gwen Altania Harding on that bitch. That's what he gets. <laughs> uh, I got one here. <laughs> uh, Jurgo stuff posted on uh, Sunranto Ranters. Joe Madden pairs Chardonnay with prime rib. <laughs> and which is pretty funny. But then uh, Dawn Cunningham, who's. Probably the ranteriest ranter of them all. Right now, she is. Yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying. She, yeah, she I don't know. Just she's, say, Fuck these yeah, fucks. She just yells at everybody. She's so mean <laughs> to everybody. It's really great. Um, Don Cunningham says, no, he doesn't. He's a Cabernet guy. Rant on him for his craptastic managerial decisions, not his wine choices. <laughs> <laughs> Why it. do I feel like Dawn was maybe two bottles in when she wrote yeah. that? Uh, that was that is the ranteriest rant and ranting. All right, and I, I got I'm taking a a, a uh, page from the Lyle book, and I got a question: Who said this? Oh, good. Well, it was really hot out there. It was nice and air-conditioned in here, so it wasn't that bad. I was actually pretty pleased with it. I had a nice bottle of wine in here. 
<laughs> Chill, man. Oh my God, God. Is that, was that him in Pittsburgh? Oh yeah. After getting tossed and doing his Michael Jackson spin move from a Pepsi commercial, the circa 1989, I loved it. God, I could watch Joe Madden doing that spin move all day long. <laughs> Isn't he technically still on the clock? Should he be drinking? <laughs> Whatever. He's like, I'm, I'm fired. I'm I'm He's making, like, I'm, I'm fired. I'm getting drunk. Who cares? Uh, yeah. Is, is this going to go down in uh, Cubs lore like pizza or chicken and beer did in uh, in Boston? Wine and, wine and air conditioning. <laughs> what? No, no, wine and steak. Prime rib. <laughs> Prime rib, wine, and AC, baby. <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, please buy your John Baker Day tickets and Spagog. 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 The night the backup catcher got the win. I showed up down at Wrigley with a belly full of gin. I knew it would be a long one, and when Jackson was pitching, the night the backup catcher got the win. Jackson only lasted four. The game was tied for 12 more innings. Nobody could score. We went to Captain Morgan's because we wanted to drink more. The night the backup catcher got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Sat in the upper deck with three of my best friends. The night the backup catcher got the win. Just outside to have a smoke But as we stood beyond the gates Captain Morgan's closed We got left outside And we couldn't get back in The night the backup catcher got the win We were three sheets to the wind And overserved And we couldn't get back to our seats In upper deck reserved So we watched the game from the dugout On Addison The night the backup catcher got the win it was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Got sick outside of Wrigley from mixing beer and gin. The night the backup catcher got the win. And then as the story's told, John Baker, the Cubs' backup catcher, took the mound in the top of the 16th inning, pitching a scoreless frame, facing the minimum. Then in the bottom of the 16th inning, John came to the plate and took a walk. Then he ended up on third base somehow, at which point Starlin Castro hit a sacrifice fly, winning the game! John Baker finally won it in 16. On the most exciting sack fly this baseball fan has seen. But I sort of missed it, I was drunk as Charlie Sheen. The night the backup catcher got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Oh, they threatened us with handcuffs when we tried to sneak back in. The night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win.
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.